Join us today as Patricia and I discuss the excitement and concerns in building a village around our families. Tune in to the next episode of Black Mom Diaries. It's showtime. Hey. At the Griggs house. All right. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? This is Patricia. And I am LaTanya. And this is the Black Mom Diaries. Thank y'all so much for joining us on today's episode. Hello. How is everybody doing out there? I'm expecting a response. Y'all good. Y'all good. Yeah, y'all are good. Good. It's summertime, you know, like uh-huh. summer is coming the to an end. The heat is getting to me. The heat is intense. <laughs> I don't know where everybody is listening from, but Texas heat is intense. We were outside for probably like five minutes. Um, we had some friends over and we had, you know, the kids all went outside to eat some popsicles. And I went outside in my bare feet and woof. That pavement was so hot. Mm. I was in a lot of pain. But, um, you know, I think I got like third degree burns or something. Shot to your system. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's beautiful. I actually I, like going outside barefoot. Yeah. Uh, so it's a free, like, I like to close my eyes and kind of just take my mind wherever it wants to go. Be one with nature. Is that what it is? Because uh, until something crawl on me. <laughs> Then I'm ready to break up with nature right quick. <laughs> That's the only thing, though, right? Because I, mm. um, Latanya and I were talking earlier, and I was telling her when she like came to my rescue. My head was pounding pretty much all day, mm-hmm. and as the day went on, it just got worse and worse. And I don't really like taking medicine, yeah, but I do it because it's an easy fix. And I didn't have any medicine in the house to take. And she, I, I sent her a text message because I knew she was coming through. And I was like, hey, do you have any in a leave? Can you bring me some? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and four hours later. <laughs> she brought it to me. But <laughs> before that, I was suffering. I was in so much pain and I didn't want to drive anywhere because I just didn't know, like, my head was throbbing. Mm. So I was like, let me just go outside. Let me, maybe you guys have heard of grounding before. Mm-hmm. Um but it's when you go outside barefoot and you just um, put your feet in the grass or in the dirt. And it was really helpful for me. It was really helpful. Um, I started to feel better, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Um, and then my daughter came outside and she was like teasing me, trying to run into the street. And I was like, that's not funny. Let's just go inside. Right. right. So I didn't really get to continue that. But yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be outside barefoot. It is. We went um we went to the park today. Um, the kids. We kind of drove a little ways to go to the park because it's a really nice one with a little uh, paved trail. Mm. And um, they had me on this a scooter. <laughs> My neighbors gave us an adult scooter. Okay. So, you know, I'm thinking, I'm bad, girl. I'm going to get on my scooter, put my foot on it. You know, woo! Girl, about 18. You know, a little, you know, uh, run on the ground. You know how you got to... I was like, uh-uh. <gasps> I was breathing hard. Then my knees started hurting. I was like, this, you know what? I'm going to finish it. And then we ended up playing basketball and then going to eat but it was it was nice I I told my seven-year-old you try it I bet you'll be tired he girl he went around the whole little thing and came back he was like all right he was good yeah he was good I was like see Mm." but it was fun though it was a nice day yeah um 
you know, families were out. I mm-hmm. love seeing families coming out, enjoying their what's what's today? Sunday. It's Sunday. Okay, mm-hmm. coming out, <laughs> <laughs> enjoying their Sunday afternoon, little you know, with their food. There was a little splash pad there. So oh, next time we wow. go, nice. next time we go, I think we'll take our clothes. Uh, well, to they'll take wet. their clothes because I think I'd look a little different out there. <laughs> running around Even though it is hot, you know, running through. Woo, it you is. Know. I don't think anybody would judge you because it's hot in Texas. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care, but it's I was like, hot. I'd be soaking up all the water from the kids. <laughs> you know, so. Well, you know, that leads us into our episode um, today, which is um, titled trusting the village trusting the village so you know basically you know we want to have a great group of people around our kids we want to have a certain type of um like i don't want to say system but community is a good word Mm -hmm. um a community a village around our kids but do we really trust that trust that idea of a village or trust the um the presence of a village in our lives Mm -hmm. you know i grew up in a village i call it a village we had seven houses on the block and we were all raised by our aunts or grandmas i think i may have mentioned that at one time and we functioned like a village we Mm -hmm. were some of us were picked up by the neighbors which we consider our family now because Mm -hmm. we did so much together somebody had a birthday party all of us were there um if someone cooked a meal and we were over there playing all of us had food or Mm -hmm. they you know it was such a great thing they would all communicate like i'm not going to be home until this time could you watch out for my kids Mm -hmm. um you know there were rules but other than that you know we couldn't go and just sit in somebody's house unless we were told that that's what we were supposed to do. I think we stood outside the door forever. And then my neighbors were like, come on in. But that (laughs) was the village rules. You don't go out inside somebody's house and just sit in their house. Most of the time. Right. Or, or even if they did, we had to still stay outside. Most of the stuff was done outside anyway. So what you doing in the house? Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, um, you know, but these days it's really hard to find people to build a village Mm -hmm. with you know and then we didn't have anybody else in our village that didn't look like us all of us were brown and black people right so and I feel like you know I know I've noticed here I've seen some villages and they've been predominantly white yeah and they really I've they're picking up kids and carpooling and everything and I'm like, hmm, that would be really nice to have. Why you know? don't we do that? <laughs> you know, like I, I've mentioned a couple times that at my kid's school, there are other black families there. And we met a couple that are pretty cool. But there are some that, you know, they just won't acknowledge me. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, um, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, why don't we do that? And I think it has to do a lot with just some people would say that our world is more transient, like we're more transient because people don't go to neighborhoods to stay. 
like they might live in one house for like a year yeah. or two yeah. and then move and um i know a lot of times people don't really feel the need to connect like they don't care to know their neighbors they're like i have friends i don't want to know you as a friend and you remember we both did a program where mm-hmm. we were all about building community right. in our apartments and I know some of the people, they did not, they were not interested in meeting us mm-hmm. and they left notes like, please leave us alone. They did? I've never, yeah. I've never had that. We, we had a couple of, um, our neighbors where, and I mean, some of our other neighbors, they knew them and they were like, oh yeah, they're so sweet. Um, the apartment managers, they were talking about how sweet these people were and we had never met them, but they had left notes on the door just saying, you know, my family and I, we just want to be left alone. We don't want to be bothered. We just, you know, we just want to live here peacefully and we're not interested in making any friends. Wow. Um, and what did what happened to them? I know where it's I, like and even like we because, you know, my husband and I, we would walk the community and um, just, you know, just take walks around the community. And um, I saw them a couple times and I said hello. Not just like, hey, let me go talk to you. But just, you know, casual, hello. I see a random person. I am friendly. I'm an introvert, but Mm -hmm. I like smiling Mm -hmm. at people and I like saying hello. And it was like, they don't, They didn't want anything to. They were very blatant about ignoring me. So, I mean, I I don't know what it was. I don't, and like, I don't get, okay, so I'm a little bit. No, I'm I'm way more trusting than my husband. I think it's because of um how I was how I grew up. We have he and I have totally different backgrounds in growing up, mm-hmm. of course. Um his was a little bit more intense than mine. Mine, you know, like I said, I've always I grew up with really great people mm-hmm. that I'm, like I say we're still friends today. That's like awesome. when someone died at their house, it was like oh no, Everybody you know, it there. yeah. And man it's it I I couldn't imagine I want my kids to have that that's Mm -hmm. the thing and it's hard to start a village with people that you don't you don't live close to just like you said like I would not my listen if you live next door to me you know probably always be at your house no I would always be at mine we'd we'd be like what what's the name of that show where they would stand at the gate and talk to each other home improvement you know how he would talk to the guy over Uh the gate uh well we 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 know each other we see each other face but but i mean uh, put a hole in the gate and Mm -hmm. i could just walk right in your backyard or something like that but i have a neighbor that's like that she Mm -hmm. lives across the street from us and it we are always back and forth to each other houses and um we just got word that the neighbor next to us my son loves him and we've grown quite fond like I would let my kids I let my kids go outside and play at their house Mm -hmm. that's how we've got grown because we've been living there two years and just you know they have little kids Mm -hmm. but my daughter likes to talk to the mom because they have a cat and my daughter wants a cat so they go over there but we just found out that they were moving and I didn't I I didn't care what was going on in life and why they moving girl Mm -hmm. I just thought about but we were building a village. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> you know, we had that um, when we first moved here, and this is a this is a new neighborhood too. Um, they had houses that had been here for seven years, and then like this influx of new houses. 
Um, and we were moving in the same day we moved in our old neighbors. You know, we saw the husband in the garage and mm-hmm. we just really hit it off. And they moved after we had been here for a year. And that mm-hmm. was tough because it was like, and we didn't, you know, we didn't take the opportunities to get together. We talked about it, but we were just really great neighbors. Right. So, yeah. It's, and it's, 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 I think it's, it's really easy. hard to find really great neighbors. It is. Now, it is. I know. Yeah, we have some good ones. That first one left and then now they're going to leave, but they're only, they're going to move like four blocks away. There's a lot of new houses and Mm. they said the house that they have has gotten too small and they just want to have another baby Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh but uh, but i'm thinking about me in this situation (laughs) you know and my kids my son loves you but but then on the other hand the one across the street their kids come over they their kids are the only kids that have been in my kids rooms Mm -hmm. and vice versa and i let my daughter go because they're the same age their birthdays are this week Woo! shout out to my daughter she'll be the big 10 and um now she's trying to grow into 10 she didn't want to be 10 before Mm -hmm. but now it's like i'm 10 yeah yeah that's like double digits once you go double it's gonna be there a long time but um even with that, I, I asked my husband, I'm like, so, you know, what do you feel comfortable with? He feels comfortable with nothing. Hmm. And I'm like, but but I spend more of the time with them and mm-hmm. he does. And he was like, I just need to get mm-hmm. to know them a little better. Yeah. I was like, well, invite them over. Yeah. He, you know, and he's like, well, I'm not here most of the time. And then they work different schedules. And I'm like, but they're really good people he was like no we both got to be on board with this yeah so that trusting thing like if what's gonna happen if my kids go over there and i'm not there right you know what's you know i don't think about that because i'm like i've left them over there before (laughs) you know they've helped me out they've gone and picked my kids up from school because i've well a little day school that they were going to because my car broke down mm-hmm. like that's to me that's a village that's a village for you sure. know and then when i came home i think i told i don't know if i told you the story about when my car broke down her husband left 50 miles outside of town where we live mm-hmm. came changed my tire that's awesome and because really my nice. husband was on shift mm-hmm. and i say that's even more important for us to have a village because you're not always home sometimes you're gone for two to three days right and um he changed my tire i drove back up there and she made us dinner wow because she said i had so a tough sweet. day Aww. and that's you know so that's like i would if you had like eight of those that's amazing right and I think like now, um, so for me, I know in my old neighborhood where I was raised, it was predominantly black. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people, because we were raised by our great aunt and mm-hmm. my uncle, great uncle, and he ended up passing away. So he was there for like a little bit, but then he passed away and um, my sister and I moved back in with our great aunt after he died. Um, but there were a lot of older black people mm-hmm. and i remember my childhood a lot of those people looking out for us mm-hmm. and if we were up to no good it's like we couldn't not be up to no good and expect to my aunt not to hear about it mm-hmm. because if somebody saw us it was like i'm gonna tell your aunt or you know you you better you know they would 
give us instruction mm-hmm. and it was like they would reprimand us you yeah, know see, see and your neighborhood was like neighborhood watch <laughs> that's what it was it was called neighborhood watch was that like wasn't aunties. a village that was wasn't like a village aunties. no but I mean <laughs> no I know I'm just messing with yeah, you so, and I mean <laughs> y'all gonna tell on me <laughs> you even know you had eyes on you yeah, yeah but I mean and they would take care of each other I know um, yeah. my uncle I mean I guess my aunt too um you know they a lot of these black people had money, you know, mm-hmm. just older people with money. And my aunt and uncle were some of those people. And people would come over, like, I guess younger people, but people would come over all the time because they knew my uncle would give them money. And he would just be, like, handing out money at the mm-hmm. door, that kind of thing. And it was not a problem. Like, we trusted our community enough mm-hmm. to know that nobody was going to break in. Right. But I remember when we got older that security was not as much. Right. And yeah. And I was just going to say that, you know, like my aunt, she was always like, yeah, I mean, you know, we had a lot of freedom with other people. But at some point, I think it was when I was in middle school or something. I'll never forget there was because my aunt was a teacher. Well, she found out that somebody that she worked with back in the day got arrested for molesting his mm. daughter's friends. So Ooh. she was like, uh-uh. And she, you know, she didn't really trust a whole lot of people for whatever reason. But that, like, was just like, nope. Y'all aren't spending a night with anybody. And I don't yeah. ever remember doing that. But yeah. she was like, absolutely not. Yeah. And it was kind of like that. It was kind of the beginning of a new a new mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. where that village was dying. Well, see, communication was opening up, I think, because a lot of things were happening and nobody knew about because nobody talked about it. Yeah, that was probably always happening. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's really not new. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> but no one was really talking about it, that something was happening. But then at that time like it's shift it shifted to now where you can't do anything you know without anybody knowing what's going on we have some registered sex offenders in our neighborhood mm-hmm. right now i didn't know this but the guy across the street was like i think you need to keep your kids on this side of the street which they don't go because my kids are still like i say the oldest is 10 and i and the next one is eight and then five i am not going to let them go anywhere else around the neighborhood but my neighbor four doors down i think she has a little girl and she lets her go wherever she wants to go now i don't know you know, when I went and we were talking one day and I was like, you know, she's on, she's younger than my daughter, you know. Yeah, but I'm not going to keep her away from her friends now. Yeah, we're 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 different, um, you know, um, ethnicities. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you want to call it. <laughs> but I don't know if it's just because of me that I'm like. If I can't see them, I don't want them around the corner. One, they have no business being over there because we don't even know who lives over there. Mm-hmm. And then the the registered sex offender, they have to pass their house. Now, I'm not thinking, me, I'm not thinking they're going to like jump out the house and grab them <laughs> or whatever like that. Yeah. But um, she's like, no, that doesn't bother me. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> y'all should see my face i know i i mean I, okay so it 
That makes my stomach turn. It doesn't. I know it doesn't. I don't know how to explain that. They haven't. They stay in the house. Mm -hmm. And I think because they know that's what they are. But they have kids that are my kids age. The registry. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's not that's not uncommon. So right, it's not. But because you know about it, you're that much more protective of who of where your kids go. So yeah, your kids you're and not going to be so that they're not right. The leader. Right, and you're not going to be trusting everybody either within mm-hmm. that r- radius because there's another one on the other side. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably some around here too. At the end, you know, they have to and you can find that register out. themselves. So yeah, that's public information, right? And I mean, I I think that now, and I don't know if this is just in the black culture. I mean, I feel like we we purposely do not connect a lot of times because mm. we, you and I talked about how yep. we were we were in going to the same meetings every month, yep. and we would say hi. It but took we us didn't about a really year and a half to really mm-hmm. talk. But um, yeah, I don't know if it's just a black thing or if it's just a people thing and where we are today. But I think a lot of times people are just like you said, like they're very protective. And for me, I don't know how like we don't discipline our children the same. Mm-hmm. Our expectations of our children are not all the same Mm -hmm. and you get around some people and you like y'all are vibing and everything like we have a great relationship and then you correct their child and they're like oh Oh, yeah did you just correct my Mm -mm. no no see then you're not ready to be in the village i feel like yeah you know because i have a couple you know um a, a young lady that that's with us sometimes and we we've gone places and did things together and if she sees my child doing something she's like oh no you you need to sit down now mm-hmm. and i'm like she's my back is turned mm-hmm. and she saw him doing something i trust her right i mean she's not like verbally abusing him but i can't you know I, i'm not i didn't go to her and say hey do you want to be the little hut in my village? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't go to her to say that, but like I, she's picked my kids up from school. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep saying school, but not school from to from a function and took them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because I trust her, I'm not going to get upset that she says, Hey, sit down. Right. Okay. Nope. You're not. Nope. Don't talk like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that touchy. And some but, people, I mean, it, I think that is, the willingness to be open like that is mm-hmm. important in a village, but it's that trust thing. And do I trust you with my children? And, you know, do I trust you to discipline my children? For whatever reason, some people are just very particular about how their children are disciplined. And so I know for me, that's very uncomfortable because, like I said, not everybody disciplines their children the same. And I don't want to get, I don't want somebody going off on me, especially in front of their kids and my kids. Right, right. Because not everybody's going to be like, oh, let me take you to the side and tell you, don't ever correct my child again. They'll say it in front, you know? Oh, yeah. That's just awkward. But see, I, but, okay, so we've been around each other long enough that I uh-huh. know that you're not going to say something off color to my kids like you are gonna say all right you guys we've we've talked you know i've heard because that's the way you discipline your kids now (laughs) i've you know been with other people that are like you could just put them on a rated r show when they're talking to their kids oh yeah now that's not you're not a part of my village i don't care how much i like you Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
you know what I'm saying? My kids, I mean, it has to be girl death con for for you to go get my kids because I already know if they did something, right. your nerves bad. Your nerves bad with your kids. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna let you be, Mm-mm. right? You know, and um, and I guess me working with kids for a long time, it's you know, I've, it's been tested, mm-hmm. and I can say, okay, listen, um whatever your name is and i've said that one time (laughs) you know thank you for telling me what your name is but we need to get this together right now because you know but that's all in the way you talk to them Mm -hmm. you know but see when i was growing up it was just a shoe flying at you (laughs) there was no come over here let's talk about it it was a branch coming from you didn't even know (laughs) you know and it's like what you hit me but we were rarely spanked by anybody else Mm -hmm. because we we already knew right we already knew like what we were supposed to do if somebody even saw or thought and they told we were gone yeah we didn't want that Mm -mm. we were on our best behavior actually when we left our house Mm -hmm. you know same so you're right like but i don't think i don't know is that the like you what did you say about that you made a comment before we started we want a village Oh, we want a village, but we want it on our own terms. Mm-mm. So, and you know, like, even, I mean, I feel like a lot of times when they put those small groups together in churches, mm-hmm. that's what they're trying to do. That's oh, why yeah. they want to put you with somebody or people that are close to you in the same neighborhood. Um, I don't, I personally feel like those, those are forced my experience has been that those are forced and most of the people like I just don't gel with. I'm just being honest here. I'm being honest. Um, and it's like we don't see each other outside of these meetings. Right. So, and it's right, like right. everything else is just very for like for me. Mm-hmm. And maybe everybody else is like, oh, this is wonderful. This is great. I love all these people. But I don't feel connected to anybody or maybe like one so should you feel connected because that's a good question that's a good thing to bring up so should you feel connected is that like a mandatory thing because i I think think it is but and i think that you have to be because okay i think you have to be adult enough to recognize that you're not always going to agree with people in your village Mm -hmm. and you're not always going to get along but you have to be adult to get through it. Okay. Adult enough to get through it. Right. Because... You kind of take your feelings conflict, out of yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think conflict is normal. It's mm-hmm. a part of life. I don't like conflict. Me but either. But sometimes it happens and you have to figure out how to work through it. And I think that you need to recognize that and appreciate that and figure out how to work through it so you're not just like oh okay well we had a falling out because we're not willing to work through those things and see i guess i'm unrealistic because if i built a village with you i don't think there should be conflict you don't think so nope like ever not like not like that kind of conflict like something where we're not like i'm not talking to you i'm just gonna walk in my house and not say anything to you anymore or check up on you no that's what i hear when, when, when i think about conflict okay well, I mean, I think that there are, there, I guess there are different levels of conflict. I don't know. And I think whenever, and <laughs> I think whenever. It's conflict. Conflict just... is conflict. But I think that there are different levels because you can, there can be small conflicts. But I think if there are a series of small conflicts and people don't learn to let those things go, then it builds up and it can become a big conflict. That's true. But I think at, 
whatever it is, it's like when you work with people and you let things go and then it blows up. Well, you know, I mean, you have, you have to know to what that person is comfortable enough. with. Yeah. And like, I, mean, I have to know what you're right, comfortable yeah. with. And I, then I respect that. I actually have a neighbor that's very, that's like, she'll tell you straight up. Like, I know it was one time I think I hugged her uh-huh. and it wasn't a, the <laughs> hug that she wanted. And then she was like, I, I think I need to tell you that you just gave me a BS hug. Oh, yeah. When I, I was like, but I appreciated you telling me mm-hmm. that. Like, cause I did, I wasn't thinking like that. Right. I, I guess I was thinking about what we was getting ready to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know how your mind is not there, yeah. but she was like, you weren't in the moment, right. but that's her personality. So when I see her now, girl, I pick her up, throw her up <laughs> against the wall, put her, <laughs> you know, but I asked you about the connection before we uh, before went on that we're, rabbit Yeah, <laughs> I know there, but I met someone for the first time. Mm-hmm. And when we were in the program, and I think it was because we were in that program that she just kind of trusted me. And the next day I was getting a call from the school that I was the emergency contact for her daughter. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) But you see what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) should there be a connection? Because I maybe spoke to her maybe about an hour and a half. And then it was like, hey, um, I I gave you a number to the school. I hope it's okay. I want you to be the emergency contact. We don't have anybody mm-hmm. else here. I mean, I'm I like, think that's wow. something that I might be like, hey, do you mind if I feel a connection with somebody? Because maybe she felt a connection with you. But I just feel like that's something that I would ask. <laughs> I, I would ask I first. always ask. I, I always ask, ask first. I always because I have people that are emergency contact based on where you live. Yeah. Like if you were down, you would be my emergency contact <laughs> if my kids were down here. Yeah. Um, but um, in other places, I have I have people that I can trust, mm-hmm. and and it's pretty spread out. Right. I'd be like, look, if I can't make it over there, you know. But like I said, we have a connection, so I'm mm-hmm. not gonna just meet them and be like, you know what, you would be a good emergency contact. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, need to hang to out so with careful. you a little bit. <laughs> and also, you know, you have we also have to be careful about who we bring into our kids' life. Mm-hmm. They're so impressionable at this age, and they can be imprinted on. And mm-hmm. you know, we really do have to be careful in trusting. You know, who we let in. It's just, yeah. I I, I just think that all of with all of the stuff that go on to find like minded people. And even a little not because you can probably find you can learn things from other mm-hmm. people, but just finding that well-roundedness in a and of people just to come around you and your family and you around theirs is it's almost like a unicorn. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is. You know, it's rare. Or or we just live too far from each other, <laughs> but we still are. We're still a a good a un, You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. We still have a good um. I don't know the word I'm searching for, but even though you don't, I, like I said, I would love for you to live in the same neighborhood that I lived in, but I'm <laughs> thankful for what I have. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm really thankful for not having any family here, um, but it is very hard to trust people that you just meet. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why it's important to sit down and, and have a meal with them, spend some time with them. I heard something that was really good. I think it was, um, um, Jay Shetty that said this I was listening to him he said if you're going to date somebody which that's what you do when you have a friendship period mm-hmm. if you're going to date somebody date them in their natural environment 
Yeah. You know, how many times have I been over here with you and your your family? It's I would leave be hey, listen. Y'all want my kids? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just that's what you should do. If right. you're thinking about building and and, and they should, would be on that same page with you. Right. Go Don't to their natural a, a restaurant. Or yeah, at the park. Go, go to their to, house. Go have a barbecue and go to their house and you know have a you know have a conversation and see how they are when they chilling. Mm-hmm. You know their that's the best habitat, way to get started. Like yeah, yeah, they're natural. Mm-hmm. That's so Somewhere. that's so natural <laughs> geographic. Where are we animals now? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you guys, what do y'all think about that? Um, do you feel like? you are at the point where you are willing to have a village and are you willing to open the doors and you know start to trust because you re- yeah. it's it's a decision yeah you know you have to baby make steps decision. too baby yeah. steps baby steps we're yeah. not we're not saying oh god i mean yeah, we're actually not telling you anything we're actually no. talking about us right but just if you're thinking about it and if you know be open about it. Like, I want, you know, why don't we just create a little family atmosphere with us? You know, our family, or, you know, my family and your family. I think we should get our family, you know, together. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for um, listening to our diaries of the day. Yay. We are so grateful that you choose to listen to us, Patricia and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, we really would like to hear what you think about the topics that we um, discuss. Right. You can get in touch with us at blackmomdiaries at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot us an email. Give us your thoughts on what we've talked about thus far or give us some suggestions for stories that you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Black Mom Diaries. We have a Facebook page, Black Mom Diaries. Or you can follow us at Twitter or on Twitter <laughs> at Black Mom Diaries. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we're out there. We can be found. And, of course, you know, whatever you're listening to, we're on a, quite a few different um, podcast platforms. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you. We love hearing positive feedback. We love hearing negative feedback. We love hearing feedback. Whatever you got. Yes. (laughs) And until next time, I am LaTanya. And I'm Patricia. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Black Mom Diaries.